Welcome to a bonus episode of Popped, where our hosts count down their top five favorite genre films, series, shows, etc. Here are your hosts, Daniel, Ben, and Tanya. I'm Daniel. I'm Ben. And I'm Tanya. Our last episode, Hagadaga, ran longer than expected, and our top five teens list hit the cutting room floor. We decided that we couldn't deprive our listeners of our insights on teen films, so to speak. So, we decided to create some bonus episodes. That got us thinking. Which is dangerous. To say the least. The result is that we decided to make all of our top five lists bonus episodes. Here we go. Sit back, grab some corn, and it's movie time. We'll get to it right after a word from our first paid sponsor. Envy Waterless Detail, a San Diego company that utilizes a mere 7 ounces of water per detail. Go to envywaterlessdetail.com to book now. Make California green with Envy. The reason we decided to do this is because this is something that I think would be fun to add to our, our episodes. I mean, this is what we do, pop culture, right? Top five. Yeah. And uh, top five is great. The, I got it from High Fidelity, John Cusack movie. Any, have you guys seen this? I have. I not saw seen that, that in one. the theater when it first came out many, 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 many moons ago. If you love John Cusack, do yourself a favor and watch that movie. I will have to watch that. Um, I ha- it's on my list of, you know, that I sent out of movies that we should at some point do. You know, it's so funny because I sent that sent that out and then I realized, oh, there's more that I didn't. I, I didn't include and it's yeah. like it's already a gigantic list right yes there's no way we're gonna get to all of those things um no we're not and if you we do know. we could be like 70 years old Brand, you know <laughs> if we do get to them totally happen. that'd be brilliant i mean i would love to be to do this as long as we possibly can and get out there and obviously once this Delta, Corona, all this stuff kind of gets settles. Go to some of the conventions and meet people. And, you know, if you meet people in person, I think it's so much greater than I'm just going to post a link up on some social media place. Yeah. For now, with coronavirus and with all this stuff, social media is what we got. So that bastion of of people are simply electronic blips on my screen. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to start with, we're going to go from five and then go up and everybody takes a turn because ben and i have had this discussion before <laughs> what <laughs> take turns one of the funnier moments in the um the, the last sound table we did top five teen films and uh, who would like to start ben tanya who let's see tanya would you like to go first well sure Am I just doing five to one, or am I doing five and we're going around with our We're going to go around if everybody's going to do their five. What you're going to do is essentially tell us your number five and why it made the list, what you liked about it. Number five. Back to the Future. Because I love this movie. I've loved it ever since it came out in theaters. Saw it multiple times growing up. Loved the whole time travel thing. I loved everything about it great acting and you guys recently covered this in your past two podcasts so i definitely recommend that everyone check them out because they are super funny i say we get in a time machine take tanya back and have her do the episode with us Ooh, (laughs) that would be so we got to get our hands on a delorean yeah but be careful about meeting yourself 
because who knows what'll happen. <laughs> Could end up passed out on a porch. <laughs> 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 well, either that or I could hand myself the correct wrench, right? You, yes. I mean, and then nothing happens. Wait. Right. <laughs> Fast and loose. All right. How could uh, I have been so careless? <laughs> All right, Ben, what's your number five? Number five. Can't Buy Me Love with Patrick Dempsey, Amanda nice. Peterson, and as just, just barely out of diapers, Seth Green. Wow. That's, the, that's a good one. That's a he really was the good younger one. brother. And I, I liked it specifically. It resonated with me even, even when it first came out. Particularly just talks about, for those of you who did not grow up the popular kids, here's what happens if you get your wish. So maybe don't obsess on it too much. And, uh, and then, of course, has a, has a nice happy resolve at the end, uh, which is kind of my preferred way to finish a movie. Number five. Da, da, the Breakfast Club. Uh, for all the reasons I stated earlier on in this, I'm not going to reiterate everything. It's just, to me, it's an iconic film of this time period. It connects me so much. You know, it. there are certain songs, certain movies, certain things that instantly transport you back and make you feel how you felt at that age. And this is one of those things. I feel that, that same sense of urgency and and um, just connection when I watch Breakfast Club. So that's why it's my number five. Excellent. All right. Number four. Lovely, quaint little movie, Night of the Comet. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen it. If you haven't, check it out. I Uh, I love zombies. I do. (laughs) I I have a thing for them. Um, it's just a charming movie. It's a lot of fun to watch. And it's got zombies and teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How well, can there you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> number four. So for me, number four is where Breakfast Club lands. For me, four and five are, they're, they're about the same. I, I love them equally well, uh, but, but in different ways for different reasons. Breakfast Club is definitely much more on the serious side. Whereas Can't Buy Me Love is more of a, a funny romp. As you said, we've, we've discussed many of the wonderful things about Breakfast Club. Number four. I, I actually had to remove my number four and replace it with another. My initial number four was Dead Poet Society. Um, but I felt like ah. it was a discredit to call that a teen movie. Because there are so many wonderful other adult performances in it. And the... Yeah. the actual content of the message in the film is more than just you know something trite so i had to remove dead poet society in its place i put weird science and weird science to me is another like penultimate teen movie that i absolutely just loved again standing the test of time maybe not so much creating a woman (laughs) you know um But it was a fun, fun film. Anthony Michael Hall. I don't remember the other kid's name that was in it, but they were Ellen Mitchell Smith. Thank you. Hey. For for no good reason on this earth, I remember his name. <laughs> yeah. I don't, and, I don't don't know what he ever did after that. Um, it's also got Bill Paxton being yes. a whole brother. And I love me some Bill Paxton. You know, he's he uh, he 
everything he's in, he's just he somehow electrifies what yes. he's the screen, what he's doing. Yeah, little bit of trivia here. I was actually in Weird Science, not the movie. No shit. The TV show. I was an extra on one of the episodes really? of Weird Science. Yeah, it's back when I. Was oh my at, goodness. At Ren Fair, I was in a uh, Scots Irish Guild, and they recruited us to do a back in time thing. They went back to Scotland or something, and I'm <laughs> I'm sword okay. fighting in it, and um, I'm also there's a a point where they close in on these two guys facing off against each other, and I'm right there in the center holding my sword, looking like a bodyguard or something. There you go, uh-huh. little trivia. Cool. <laughs> anyway, Yay. that's very cool. Enough about me. Let's actually, talk about me some more. Actually, I have, I have a funny point about weird science. Also, oh great. Um, you were talking about Bill Paxton and how he. You know, it uh, electrifies everything that he's in. My brother, many years ago, when I was young and had different ideas about what I wanted to be, when I enlisted in the army, my brother was genuinely terrified that I was going to come back and be like that character, Chet. (laughs) Oh, man. He thought I was going to turn into that. (laughs) I'm happy to say I did not. Oh, you didn't? No. (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) Yeah, I... We would struggle if that was the case, my friend. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Number three. My next two are not necessarily teen movies. I maybe maybe did a little bit more license with the idea of what a teen movie was. So, yeah, just for the record. Let's see where you went. We we will judge you harshly. Okay. All right. We're all about the judging. ready. (laughs) My number three is The Hunger Games. I am unapologetic about it. I love the films. I thought they were super well done. And the star is a teenager. Yeah, I guess there's. it's sort of a coming of age thing, right? So I guess that makes sense. I think it fits just fine. It's a different kind of teen movie. But yeah. They don't. They don't all have to be, you know, angsty explorations of how hard it is to be a teen and have parents. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, I give you credit. I wouldn't have thought of that as a teen film, and mm. you're now making me rethink <laughs> what I think a teen <laughs> film is. So nice job. <laughs> Number three. Pretty in pink. Uh, which, and really, this is a coincidence. Also starring Molly Ringwald. Uh, but as well, Andrew McCarthy, John Cryer, Annie Potts, and one of my ve- very favorites, a young James Spader, yeah. when his entire career was on being the most vile teen antagonist you've ever seen. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, again, it was the feeling of someone who's basically an outsider resonating with me. Plus, John Cryer, that character, Ducky, is utterly hilarious. And it's, it's a really sweet movie that never fails to touch me. Gotcha. Um, and and not in any inappropriate places. <laughs> you know, if we had done a top 10, Pretty in Pink would have been in my top 10. So uh, I I agree. It's it's a fabulous film. The soundtrack so, alone. Yes. Also an excellent soundtrack. So how about number three for you, Daniel? Number Daniel three for Zahn. me. How um, have I not made that joke before? Because you were a decent human being. <laughs> oh, I guess I just ended that, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Chet's here. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Heather's. Oh um, yes, Heather's. It to me is, man, all that angst and teen like <laughs> anger, all balled up into one thing, and it was such a great commentary on the dissatisfaction teens felt with the world around them, and 
trying to fit into it and Christian Slater in that that film that's probably one of his best roles in my opinion he just yeah. I mean I think he was sort of made for that role um, I think he was and of course you know wine owner writer at that time I had a huge cross from wine owner writer um, I think so just, many of us did who didn't you know uh, but she this was also a perfect role for her and while she's done many of the things I've liked Edward Scissorhands and whatnot I think this was kind of I wouldn't say her opus but it's definitely one of her best films I think um, <clears throat> the messages in it were, were fantastic the violence the I don't even know where to go with it it's just it, I, it's one of my favorite films from that time period number two so I am now realizing that I don't really like teen movies <laughs> and I think part of the problem is that I really don't like romances and I feel like so many of them revolve around that so my list is weird uh, my number two okay. is Stranger Things which is could be argued as not teen and also is not a movie but but we're not just about movies here show. Um, it's got great 80s nostalgia in it so you know it's fantastic. It's it is amazing, it's a brilliant, show. brilliant show. I totally agree with you. And we we could even consider doing a Stranger Things run on here. I I, I would love that. Ooh, that'd be cool. We, we certainly could. Also, actually, Stranger Things brings back around to Winona Ryder. Yeah, she's it in that. does. And Best performance she's ever given in her life is in that she show. She continues to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Number two. The Sandlot, starring Mike Vitar, who unfortunately is no longer with us, Patrick Renna, and a guest spot by Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, without the lightsaber and stuff, but James Earl Jones was pretty terrific as a supporting act, uh, character. And what I found when I was thinking about all of these is I, I'm a big fan of reflective, nostalgic buddy films. Plus, I grew up playing baseball and remember what it felt like, the highs and lows. The interactions between the characters, I really, I just enjoyed them all. So this is a solid, one of my very top favorites. Number two. This to me, I struggled between two and one here. And I, this was number one, but I moved it down because the other really is my favorite teen film. So right. Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, James Dean. Ah. It is it is uh, visceral and powerful. And James Dean cemented himself forever as a star in this role. The interactions between him and his parents, the uncertainty that the kids feel, it's just, it's a perfect film for the time. There, there's moments in it, little lines he says, where you get sucked in to the, to the movie. And one of them is when he's fighting with his parents. His parents are fighting over him and he looks up and he's like, you're tearing me apart and it's just so i gotta get goosebumps when i think about it and yeah it's brilliant uh his relationship with salminio in the film this kid that he takes under his wing yeah i can't recommend it more if you haven't seen it definitely rebel without a cause number two on my teen list Ooh. number one 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 love your echo effect that's awesome where did you get that just press this button. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. So my number one teen movie is Real Genius with Val Kilmer. I don't know if either of you have seen it, but oh. I have oh, yeah. loved it. Yes. Yes, it's so good. I've seen it Just, so many times. It's amazing. The, the mm -hmm. writing is fantastic. The acting is fantastic. It's super quirky. And I probably have seen it at least 50 times over the course of my life if not more it's just a great quotable fun film oh yes 
my brother and I quote that to each other all the time. I so love that we're doing this because I forgot about that film entirely until you just mentioned it. And I love that. So did I. (laughs) So this is great because you guys Uh, are thinking of things I would never have thought of. So, yeah. yeah. Number one. Stand by me. (gasps) From the Stephen King novella, The Body. Mm -hmm. uh, Starring a, a really stacked cast of people who may not have been at the time but went on to become gigantic names mm-hmm. will wheaton river phoenix Corey feldman jerry o'connell keeper southern richard dreyfus john cusack and that's just to begin right. uh, again nostalgic reflective buddy films going through stuff together but then also talking and thinking about what they're doing hey want to um, see a dead body <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> great film it's on my honorable mention list actually um uh-huh. Because I've actually had an honorable mention list for her because I'm a big dork like that. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. This should be no surprise to anybody. Better off dead. <laughs> I mean, yep. there's a reason that it was the first episode of this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, for everything that we've talked about on that show. But I mean, dude, we got to meet Diane Franklin. <laughs> I, I mean, that was pretty nice pretty awesome uh you know i still want to meet curtis armstrong and all all the other people in it i doubt we'll ever get to meet john cusack but if we did that'd be awesome too obviously it was panned when it came out it didn't do well in theaters but it it was a cult hit that took off on vhs and then you know home movies and whatnot and it is near and dear to my heart and it is the teen film i think of when i think of teen movies here's my honorable mention list real quick since Mm -hmm. i was dorky enough to put one together pretty in pink cruel intentions Ah, okay one of the reasons is because it's based off of the dickens story which you know um i absolutely loved as a kid um i you know which i read over and over um anyway so um then say anything it's iconic iconic film Uh, ferris bueller's day off another iconic film with a lot of great moments in it. It didn't make my top five because uh, it also annoys me in certain ways, but um, I do think it is a good teen film. Uh, The Goonies and Stand By Me are also on my honorable mentions. So there you go. (laughs) Fabulous. You you may or may not be the only person who has an honorable mention list. All right, let's hear it. There were, there was. I, I had to cycle through so many movies and then decide, uh, decide which ones were actually beat out the others. Uh, but these are all also very beloved movies to me here. Uh, there's, and there's quite a bit of overlap here, Daniel. Uh, we've got Better Off Dead. Nice. We've got Big, starring Tom Hanks. Oh yeah. Uh, Can't Buy Me Love, with Patrick Dempsey. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, Goonies, License to Drive with Corey Haim, more for the absurdity than anything else. Uh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys I took off of this list mainly because I think of it more as an adventure slash horror film than I think of it as a teen film. Secret Admirer with uh, C. Thomas Howell, Sixteen Candles, and Summer School with um, Mark Harmon, Kirstie Allen. So that that's those are the ones that I have on my honorable mention list. I like them. I like them a lot. And you know, here we go. Kindred, kindred spirits. 
<laughs> Where's your honorable mention list, Tanya? I have none. Where As is your list, Tanya? Stated, I have a hard time with those teen movies, guys. <laughs> but you, you get into some other genres and it's on. You yes. face judgment. Judgment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can wrap this up then. How about a goodbye? <laughs> Thank you, right, everyone, for listening. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Popped. To learn more about Popped, you can visit us on the World Wide Web at www.poppedpodcast.com. You can also support the show by logging into Patreon and becoming a member. There, you can get dibs on all the unique content, gear, and toys based on your level of support. Be sure to subscribe to Popped on your favorite podcast service and leave us a review on Audible or iTunes. Thank you for listening to Popped.